Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But now let's get to the Cowboys versus the Roosters. Finally, the one week where I'm like, nah, they're not turning it around. That's the Cowboys we wanted to see. A bit of ticker, aggression, good in the contact. And guess what? They had their most tackle breaks that they've had in like a month or so. And, it's, and that's all just all attitude and aggression. And did they show spades of that? And every play that they got, all the boys running in and cheering and yahooing, and they're all on board. So I don't know what was said during the week. I don't know what has changed. But that's the Cowboys, I thought, was going to start the season. Uh, they were outstanding. They were gritty. They were tough. They played to the conditions. So I don't know whether they already had the idea to do that. But as soon as I was at pissing down rain, they just immediately went into, we're just going to play field position. Yep. And it paid off and they ki- they just they killed it. When that storm came in out of nowhere, Todd Payton must have just been licking his lips going, yes. But this suits us so much more. Just what's hand su- the keys to Chad. Yeah. Just win this for us, Mark. Yeah. But that's what's surprising is like, I feel like that Roosters pack is such a dog pack that they would embrace that. It is, but they also love trying to move the ball yeah. and throwing it, throwing yeah. it around. Um. I, yeah, fantastic win by the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, you know, Valentine Holmes, good, great as always. Chad Townsend just steered the ship, gave such a Chad Townsend performance, like just steered the ship exactly the way it needed to be, didn't overplay his hand, got field position, built pressure, and then let the let the boys do the rest. I mean, the outside backs for the Cowboys were phenomenal in regards to me to 140 for Scotty, 156 for Felt. 169 for Holmes, 118 for Hickey, 134 for Talangi, Dearden, 134. So all their, a lot of their meters came from their backs and also a lot of their tackle breaks came from their backs as well. Great win, and you can build on this. Speaking of building on it, Dragons, Tigers, Parramatta, next three weeks. Three very winnable games. Yep. Like they, they can turn this season around very quickly, quickly. if they want, take a lot of confidence out of a, out of a game that you know was played in... Ugly conditions and whatnot, but they go back to North Queensland next week against the Dragons. 
round 11 could be the, the, the week that we look at and go, okay, the Cowboys are back here. I hope so anyway. Well, if they have a good month of footy, all of a sudden their season is just gone from an absolute disaster mm, yeah. to <clears throat> where around that eight position, eight, nine, ten, and pushing for the eight. Well, they, yeah, they go Dragons, Tigers, Parramatta, Storm, and then they've got a bye in round yeah. 15. So, so the next get... month is season defining for them. Yeah. They don't, if they don't pull it out this next month, obviously it's just like they're done for the yep. year. So this win couldn't have come at a better time. What do you think about the Cowboys, Timmy? So good to see, wasn't it, Fallen? Such a gritty, tough win. They looked decent, put points on a really good defensive outfit in the Roosters. Thought uh, Cohen S had a cracker. Yeah. And I've, I've been critical of, of Cohen at times, but... In a season where they, they haven't been great and he's had to chop and change him middle and edge and that, I, th- I thought he was arguably their best yesterday. Yeah, he was fantastic. Um, Cotter, we've already spoken about how good he was. Valentine Holmes, far out. I just, he is just so good. He's such an elite outside back. Every big game, he steps up, gets to a mountain of work. Very easy for a superstar like him to be like, you know what? No, you give me good ball. I'm just going to sit out on my edge here. He's like, nah. He I'm runs getting so hard. Oh, mate. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, I thought uh, Highland Luke, he missed a couple of tackles, but there was one that he made on Radley. It was a dead set try saver. I thought Radley was going to score for all hmm. money, and he just – he's just a genetic uh, – I think you might have said it before, show a genetic freak. Oh, Luke. mate. Like, he is just – Gas tank for days. If you get a chance, taller. go and watch this tackle again. Radley is through and just about going untouched, and he just – wrangles him in and just bodies him. Yeah, it wasn't even like fell backwards and pulled him short. He grabbed him like almost flat-footed, almost backtracking, and just went nut and turned him the other way. He just went bang and sat him on his arse. saw Radley play the ball and he just went, what the fuck? <laughs> <What's> <laughs> yeah, yeah, what just happened? <laughs> this large gentleman from <laughs> Ragdolled us. Uh, yeah, so look, really good stuff for the Cowboys. Finally, this is the team that we thought were going to turn up at round one. And they did for the first half. But just a gritty performance, and this could be that could be the season-defining game. This could be the game where we look back and go, "Magic round is when the Cowboys went nah, Enough's enough. We are a top-tier side, and we're going to take it to other teams." Yeah. Um, now onto the Roosters. Very hard team to judge, just like the Storm, but for a different reason. Storm obviously have the history of proving every, everyone wrong, wrong. The reason why the Roosters are so hard to judge is because on paper. They're so stacked and so good that if they were to go on a run and win 10 games, absolutely nobody would be surprised. But to this point in the season, they're currently sitting eighth. With the roster that they have, and I know that they've had injuries and I know they have ins and outs, I still, I'm still not seeing... As I said, they can go on a massive run. Their roster is incredible. But disappointing, disappointing. Win, lose, or draw, we've been saying the same thing about the Roosters for 18 months now. Yeah. On paper, unbelievable. Just can't put it all together. Who's running the team? Is Manu meant to be a 5A? I just, like, there's just so many question marks around this side. And, you know, finally, the two Butcher boys are starting to look really solid there. And it's just as Satili and Angus Crichton return into the side. Mm. So there's going to be more change to come. I and Angus sh- played really good. Yeah, 100%. Now, I want to give a shout-out to um, Billy Smith. Spoke he about him last week and just sort of said they love him there. He's the example of if you do the right thing by us, we'll back you. That's centre, 182 run metres. He had eight tackle breaks. He had two line break assists and a line break. And 
Respectfully to Corey Allen, I reckon those stats could have been more if he had a, a, a winger with a little bit more toe on that side. Mate, in your first game back after the amount of injuries he's had, it is nothing short of phenomenal. Mm. And this is why they keep backing him. He is, a, And I still stand by it. He could be a rep centre within two or three years if his body just holds together. Yeah. I was number one in team move Suwali to left centre. Mm. I'm going to have to fall on my sword. I'm not sure if it's working. I think you two might have been right for the first time in podcast <laughs> existence. Uh, I think I'd be moving Suwali. I mean, obviously it's one game from Billy and I understand that, but I think Suwali, you're going to get more out of him, play him on the wing. I think I'd have a shot at giving Billy Smith another chance at left centre. I like Suwaliti on the wing. Yeah, I just he gets more opportunity to do the crazy runs out of his own end, meter eater, high ball cross like cross field kicks. Yeah, I just in centre, you've got to be humming as a as a team to be able to get him the good ball, and it just doesn't seem to be happening. As well as is he on who's on Joey Manu's side? Him? Is yep. jo- oh, so. Yeah, so Joey Manu plays right with Suwali. With Suwali. Right so, like, yeah. if you've got Manu at six, I highly doubt Suwali is going to see much ball. Well, he didn't see much ball in this game, yeah. Yeah, and so I just think, well, you may as well move into wing because at least he can come in and do the work and get the metres kind of thing. Yeah, you have a look at Billy Smith. He had 17 runs, Suwali at six. And I don't think that's because Suwali is hiding away from the no ball. No way. I don't think he doesn't see much of it because yeah. we've been saying this about Manu for a long time. He's a great footballer, but... It's very Manu-centric. Yeah. Well, and also, if he was on the wing, he could go in for the carries when yeah. coming out of his own end. But as a centre, you can't. You've got to hold your width yeah. so the defensive lines don't squeeze up too much, so they don't jam you forwards. And so, yeah, I don't think anyone is sitting here saying Suwali wouldn't want to touch the ball 30 times if he could. Um, I, I, I think he should. From the get-go, I always thought he should stay on the wing, as, mm. as you mentioned. Um, and with Billy Smith back, if his body holds up, whew, so good. Please hold up. Oh, please. Because he – that's – what a return. What a return. Um, I, I just think the Roosters also have put themselves in a very strange position where the Manu situation, it's not like they can bring Walker just straight back in because then it's like, well, what a waste of time. Well, yep. So they've got to stick with Manu at least for, what, five to six weeks, would you say? I think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think Sam Walker played reserve grade on the weekend. He's either. 18th man, I think. He's 18th man. So, I mean, if they gave him... Oh, no, him sorry. He wasn't 18th man. He was part of the squad, though. He flew up with them. Part of the sure. squad, right. So, like, it's not like he was back in reserve grade this week. Just double-checking that. It's not like he was in... Yeah, he didn't play. It's not like he was back in reserve grade working on what he had to do. Sitting in the stands at Suncorp Stadium. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a it's a hard one to work out. I'll be honest. I watched the Roosters on the weekend. And... I th- honestly thought it's the first time I've ever seen a team with too many guns. <laughs> I, I like, and I know that sounds stupid, and prob- you know what? It probably is a stupid take. I'm willing to cop that, but that's what I just thought. That's what I thought. This is there's literally too many guns in this side, and there's not enough. You know, three or four key players that are like lead the pl- like lead the team, and this is the direction we go. Um, but that's where I think. If you move Nat and Egan back in the middle, I think they sort of become those guys. Mm. I think that was one of their strengths last year, that those two just playing through the middle, whereas you move them to the edge because you had to. They've both been pretty impressive the last few weeks. See, the only, the only thing I think defensively on the edge, they are outstanding. And maybe with more time, they can be. I just don't know how devastating they are in attack. Been, yeah, Egan hadn't been, though. last three weeks yeah, just turned it around. Yeah. It was not I just, in attack, I just don't think they have the same upside as, say, an Angus. Mm. 
Um, but yeah, I agree. defensive, yeah. <clears throat> defensively, shit, they're good. Um, in regards to their one-on-one tackles, so as I said, I'm afraid to say that the Roosters aren't premiership threats because their roster is unbelievable. But I just haven't been. Um, it's just not coming together, and we've been saying that for quite a while now. Yeah. To touch on like to, to round up, sorry, pretty everything you boys just said because you, you touched on most of my biggest <laughs> takes from the weekend. I would go, and I feel quite happy to say it. Suley back to the wing. I would go Joey Manu back to centre because I don't think it works at 5'8". I know they won their last two, but they just beat the Dragons and then they won in bog conditions in New Zealand. Good win, sure. Joey Manu, like he takes Teddy out of it. That the, the sweeping plays that the Roosters do when they're on, when they're absolutely humming... And it'll be Kiri or Sammy or whoever goes to the line, draws in defenders, and they go whack out the back and get Teddy a bit of space. Now it's just They don't get it. Mm. Teddy, Manu goes to the line every time. He never passes to Teddy because it's not his game. Mm. He sort of half looks up and then goes, I don't feel comfortable doing this, and he runs it. Well, what I, I find surprising about the Roosters is, is they go down this route of like just guns everywhere just mm. gun 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 and yes they've always had guns but the difference was in their back-to-back years cooper cronk was the man yeah. the guy everyone did what he said trail he didn't take many carries joe manu didn't take many carries either and so back then now obviously he's grown into a player that you know demands all the carries it was cooper cronk show teddy getting through a thousand runs and so that's why I'm so surprised that they've moved away, so far away from that style of footy. And to be fair, in the Roosters' defence, the game has changed dramatically since then. So maybe that is the reason why they've moved away from that. But when you look at their team back in the day, like you're looking at Jake Friend, no frills, dummy half. Cooper Cronk, obviously, no frills, seven. One of the best to ever do it, though. Then you've got uh, Mitch Orbison, no frills. Boyd Cordner, no frills. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? And, and I feel like now it's more just superstar, 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 like frills everywhere. Can I ask then, you know, we've been talking about this for weeks, months, almost years now. So many players everywhere, so much ability, just can't pull it together. <clears throat> Sam Walker's in reserve grade. At some point do we have to look at the experienced ball player on this side? Because I feel like Luke Keery... No one ever seems to ask questions about Luke Keery or Luke's role. Like, I feel like if it was any other side or potentially another ball player, we would have said by now, what's the halfback doing? He's the experienced mm. ball player in this side. I feel like no one ever talks about Luke Keery well, at all. I think, I think the reason for that is because... So last year, they started him at seven, they put Walker to six. Mm. Then they swapped it towards the end of the year. Yeah. And they made Walker seven, him six. Yeah. And then they started this year... Him and Walker as seven and six, and so like, and on top of that, obviously he had the long term injury and the head knocks. So like, he hasn't really had a long period as the main guy. To my understanding, mm, that, that's why I think he doesn't get questioned. I'd bring Sammy Walker back in. I'd give the keys to when there's always this like, oh, who gets him, who runs the show. I'd give him to Luke Keary, he said the, the experienced bloke, and I'd say you play central and you know run the show. I'd let Sammy Walker do sort of what like Cody would do with Adam Reynolds, how he'd swing on the outside, but he was playing as the second receiver, not so much the first receiver. Mm. I don't think Sammy has to overplay his hand at the moment, still early on in his career. It's interesting you bring up like when Latrell and Joey Mano at the Roosters, 
they were like six to ten runs a game type centers. Yeah. Now at any other club, if you have them to a centre, you got no boys. We're like, we need more involvement in you too good. But you're right, the Roosters have so many stars. They just don't need to be overplaying their hand. Mm. And like Guru touched on it a few times in recent weeks. Sometimes you just need to simplify it and dumb it down a little bit. There's just too much going on, yeah, and, and so they keep much. trying stuff, but. I think they need to simplify everything they're doing. Yeah. Oh, mate. We spoke about this a few weeks ago. I think it was like about a month ago where it's just like, just bring it all the way back. Go back to real boring footy. No. Yeah. I could be getting... Wegan Butcher got a... Failed his HIA on the weekend. So he'll be in doubt for this weekend anyway. And I believe it's maybe a five-day turnaround. But <coughs> Angus Crichton starting on the left edge again. He's looked really good. Yep. Scored that good late try. White, whether you go Nat or Butcher or Satili on the right edge, I'd probably go Satili, but Nat has been good. Egan Butcher back into the middle for sure. Uh, yeah, there's just been a lot of changes, but I'd be, it's worked for him in the past. Yeah, I'd, I would be having Egan and Nat off the bench, even though it's so mm. unfair to them, especially Nat. Nat has <clears> just been just a goer. And I would be Satili, Angus on the edges. Yeah. Make, I would make sure Satili's errors and defence is all sorted and all good. Angus, we know how good he is. Um, it's really interesting because on Thurston's debut, he was like, I remember being out there and I was like, and I'm paraphrasing here, guys. You can go listen to the interview. And I was like wigging like, fuck Darren Lockie, Cam Smith. Like, fuck, what's going on? And he goes, Lockie and Smithy pulled me aside. Or he might have said just Lockie. And he pulled me aside and he said, Thurston, your job is from our try line up to the attacking zone is to lead the team around. When I ask you for the ball, you give it to me every single time. And I think they need to just, maybe that, I mean, they probably already had that conversation, <laughs> but that's what I may say with the Kiri Walker situation is you go, Kiri gets them to where they need to get to. And then whenever Walker wants the ball, he gets it and, and does his magic kind of thing. Maybe they need to get that simple. I just think it's such an interesting situation. that, as you said, they started last year with Luke Kiri at halfback, got halfway through the year and went, this isn't working, switch them. And seemingly, it looked like the answer. It looked like year. it worked, yeah, yeah. Now we're 10 weeks in and they've gone, hold on, Sam Walker's not the guy again. Yeah. Drop him yeah. back. Luke Keery's back to seven. I I don't know. I, I, I personally feel like Luke Keery, and I understand what you said, that he hasn't played a lot of consistent yeah. and all that, but he's a 31-year-old halfback mm. who's the experienced guy on this team. We constantly sit here. And, like I, I just I, I find it bizarre that we sit here and go, and everyone sits here and goes, they've got so many star players, they just can't make it work. The experienced ball player never gets questioned. Mm. Yeah, look, it's fair. It's fair. I, I, I think the fact that he's won three comps, I guess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You don't really want to talk about... You know and I think I mean? that's part yeah, of yeah. why, yeah. But I, like, I, I don't think we've seen anywhere near the best footy over the last two or three years. And I understand he's been in and yeah. out of first grade. I get it, but... Like, He's there to win comps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do also think Sam Walker's situation is bizarre because he grew up as like, the, like this is the guy. Yep. Every team he's in, he is the guy. He's going to win you the match. He's doing everything in the match. Every, everywhere he wants to get, you do exactly what he says. And I just like wonder, 
you know, and we saw last year when he was put back to seven and it seemed like the keys had been handed off to him, that they went on that really good run. And, yeah, you're right. Like, it feels like two steps forward, one steps back. Now, all of a sudden, he isn't the guy. And maybe there's more to it. Maybe there's stuff going on that we don't know about. But, um, yeah, the Roosters just find themselves in the pickle. As I said, stupidest take in the history of rugby league. But do they have too many guns? Like, I don't need to. <clears throat> that dumb, like... Like, do they have too many guns? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but not panic stations, still in the eight. We all know they absolutely... Put it this way, if they were, came out next week and they win every single game all the way to the grand final, that wouldn't shock me one little bit. <laughs> That's how good their squad is. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. The, I guess the concern is, is that every year since they're back-to-back, we've kind of... Well, at least for the last 18 months or so, we've kind of been like, I just don't know whether it, what, what's, what's going where, with the clicking and everything. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 